Mind Over Matters is intended for small business owners who are open to new ideas for improving their businesses. The mind or mindset is usually the single biggest factor that determines the success or otherwise of a business. It is the first thing to work on. Next comes the matters of the business. Strategy, accountability, implementation and getting a full order book. Plus all things small business besides. If you learn just one new thing that gives you pause, then I have achieved my objective. Hi everyone, it's Peter Crew Brown here. Welcome to another episode of the Mind Over Matters podcast by Pair Planning. The topic for today is success on the outside means nothing without success on the inside with Karita Beard a mindset and marketing specialist. She helps senior business professionals to confidently break free from their daily grind by unlocking and unleashing their unique genius. A bit more about Karita. Karita is passionate about all things personal development, business and brands. In 2018, after 20 years in the corporate world, Karita chose to take the leap combining these passions to create a personal branding business. She has never looked back. So about today's podcast, Karita has created a unique framework called, in inverted commas, the Freedom Formula. She has taken thousands of people through it in the past few years. It helps them to successfully master their mindset and break through the barriers so that they can level up their lives and businesses with more clarity, confidence, connection, and fun. And I will say fun is in capitals. So that's a, a big focus of what Karita does, uh, making it uh, lighthearted. It's all about learning how to live in alignment with your true self. This will be the focus of our podcast discussion today. So Karita, turning to you, Please share with the audience what makes you tick and who in the community you serve. Okay, thank you for the warm welcome. Um, what makes me tick? The thing that I get goosebumpy about is when I see people have their aha moments, when they really kind of like crack through something that's been challenging them and they really kind of see a different perspective on things and Oh, I don't know, I just love seeing people get results from the things that they do and really achieving things that they didn't believe possible before. That's what really kind of lights me up. And I love the way you described it as goosebumpy. I don't know that I've heard that specific word before, but I think everyone knows what you're talking about. And I certainly uh, understand, you know, you, we work with people and um, some, I guess, clients uh, might be a little less energetic um, than others but when you work with those uh, who you know reflect how they're feeling and they get those real light bulb moments uh, it really makes the whole process worthwhile yeah yeah it certainly does excellent well look uh, very well a warm welcome to you and I'm excited about um, getting into the uh, the question so uh, I guess without further ado, as they say in the classics, uh, moving to some questions to get into the substance of the podcast for today. As you know, uh, we've come up with five questions. Um, the first of them is, I know that there are many approaches to the subject of personal branding. What's your unique approach? 
where I approach it from is really forgetting about all of the shiny stuff. So I see a lot of people thinking that their personal brands, they, you know, they need to put on a show or become someone different or portray themselves in a way that's going to get them perceived in this way. And I come at it from the opposite end of that completely, which is I believe that everyone's got a unique gift, a unique talent, something about themselves that sets them apart from everyone else, right? Because we're all unique. And so I approach it from really understanding what it is, like getting to the core of that person and really allowing themselves to embrace who they are and that let that shine from within. So really, um, really connecting with who they are, embracing who they are and having the confidence to go out and actually be themselves. Because I think a lot of people, especially in business, when they're trying to portray or be someone that they're not, especially people in corporate. So most of my clients are high level corporate. They've been in the business for a really long time. And as they've gone through their career, they've kind of taken on everything else right so their yeah. responsibilities have changed their priorities have changed and they reach this point where they're really questioning well who, who the hell am I <laughs> you know like yeah. who am I now after all of this time and they're feeling really disillusioned with where they're at because they've actually lost sight of themselves what yeah themselves? and that's an interesting observation while you've been talking uh, mm. and I've heard it um, spoken about often we take on a bit of a corporate veneer when we work for a big company. We hide behind the corporate identity. We have a business card and we lose our own identity. And we, this thing, if you like, in an organization, uh, we, we always describe by our title um, and you lose your identity as you become part of the machine, as it were. So I love um, the way you've described it because it certainly resonates with me having, you know, done my own thing for the best part of 18 years, that freedom to express yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think they, you know, there's a tendency to shy away from that because of the conditioning that you've been in. And so when you reach that point where you want something more from life, which essentially most of my clients are actually wanting to take the leap out of corporate yeah. and do their own thing. Um, but it's about understanding who they are first and really bringing that to light. Wonderful. Just on you talking about, you know, people finding their essence, that, that uniqueness that we all have. Um, there's a book that I've been, um, I guess, uh, reading recently and spoken about a few times on my LinkedIn posts called The Great Leap by Gay Hendricks. And he talks very much, uh, there's four zones, but the two that I found the most interesting is the second top zone, if you like, is the, the zone of excellence where you're very good at your job, but it's not necessarily fulfilling work. And then he talks about the zone of genius, which is, um, as I understand it, where you try and, I guess, um, get your clients to really focus on that thing that they're passionate about and uh, where they can do their very best work. Um, I think some people call it their secret source. So that whole space, I, I do very much resonate with that concept. Yeah. Yeah, well, that secret sauce <laughs> has yeah. a recipe. And yeah. so it's essentially what that recipe is, is yes. what I do. So really helping them to um, connect with what their real purpose is. What yeah. is it that they're passionate about? What are they great at doing? Yeah. What is it that lights them up? Yeah. Um, 
what's the value that they can add and provide the world. And once you yeah. get these all together, that essentially is then what your true identity is. Yeah, and uh, you've yeah. got that um, program you offer the um, the formula. Uh, formula. Yeah. yeah, and so that's what you use. That's the process you follow to help tease out that sort of um, that secret source, as it were. Yeah, well, that's that's essentially the first element to sure. it. <laughs> so there's really, um, and it's not it's not a, a when I talk about there's three key areas of it. The three yeah. key areas come in throughout the program, but um, it's really around that first bit, which is understanding and determining what this secret source is. Yeah. Um, I like that term. I'm going to use that. So uh, what, their, what their real genius zone is and where is it that they're best suited? Because most people that come to me have really lost this direction in yeah. life. It's just yeah. they're, not, they're just not feeling it. They're, they're, on the outside, they're incredibly successful, right? Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. Whatever, however you class success, I hate that word, but um, yeah. they look like they've got it made. They've got it sussed. And, uh, but inside, they're not feeling that whatsoever. So... Um, it's really understanding what this secret source is. And then once you understand that, it's then, well, what the hell am I going to do with it? Sure. <laughs> like, I know this, so how am I going to use this? Yeah. And this is where it's really, it really does take this shift in thinking from being part of this conditioning that you've been part of for a really long time. Yeah. To then actually have this belief in yourself. And so that's really what the second piece of this is, is about really believing in your excellence, believing in your genius zone and having the confidence and the courage to literally take that leap and go out there and start making it happen. Yeah. Now, you don't necessarily, and I talk about this about people taking the leap out of corporate, but you don't even need to take the leap out of corporate. It doesn't necessarily mean that. It could just mean that you're taking the leap out of your um, certain role that you have at the moment yeah. and realise that you're best suited in another area of the business. So it comes in all, and all clients are different, right? They all want cool. different things. But um, so that's really the second part, which is really around the confidence and belief. And then once you have those things, it's like, right, okay, well, I know who I am. I know what I want. I know what I'm going after. I'm going out there. I'm making it happen. The third piece is then around the connections and um, the relationships that you're building with others around that. So essentially, yeah. if you are that person that's decided to go out of corporate, start their own business, it's like, okay, well, who, it, who is my audience now? Like, what do they yeah. look like? How am I going to reach them? How am I yeah. going to connect with them? Yeah. And that's really where the marketing side of it starts coming sure. in. And yeah. I think we'll touch on that in the next question. So mm. the second question, Karita, is you often talk about mindset before marketing. Why is that? And before you start uh, answering that, you might know that my podcast is called Mind Over Matters. And the essence of that name is mindset comes first before you start dealing with, you know, the specifics of a business. So the whole idea of mindset um, and giving people a better sense of how to, I guess, get in the right headspace is really important in terms of why I set up the show. So I'm really interested in your, in your answer, you know, how you always talk about mindset before marketing. Yeah, yeah. Well, we 
can want all of these things in our lives and we can go out there and we can say that we're this or we're that but if we don't genuinely believe it if we don't actually believe that what we want can be achievable then we're never really putting ourselves out there in the in the right way yeah so success and we hear this a lot in personal development you know like 80 percent of your success in business is going to be down to your mindset it doesn't really matter about all of the other stuff that you do and this is when i talk about the shiny stuff you can spend you know hundreds of thousands on marketing but if you don't actually know from within who you are and the direction that you're going in and what it is that you really want you don't have that belief then how it's going to be so much harder for you to be able to go out there and do it. And this is why, again, especially in the, in the context of personal branding. Yeah. Um, if you're trying to portray yourself as someone that you're not, then there's this element, there's this un, unspoken element within that, you know, that where's the trust there, right? Because yeah. you're not being authentic to you, your sure. energy's off. Um, you're not you're not feeling it you're not going to be the happiest that you can be you're not going to be as fulfilled as what you can be sure and And you're um, not presenting your best self are you no no and this is the thing people focus so much and I talk about the shiny stuff a lot but people focus so much on the shiny stuff but it's like what what is it that really really makes you happy yeah the essence of it yeah and what is it that you want because that's why the mindset side of it is if you if you're only ever focused on on the end result and the end goal then it's going to be pretty unfulfilling getting there if you're not doing it in the right way yeah yeah that makes great sense that yeah definitely resonates with me and um you have used this word a fair bit and i do see it used a lot it's almost becoming a little bit cliche but I still love it as many of, you know, from all the words that we hear a lot, and that's being authentic, you know, being the real self and not trying to portray yourself as something that you aren't, because people work that out, don't they? Well, you see this a lot on a lot on social media, and yeah. we live in this day and age where people only put, you know, the best stuff out there, and um, especially in the coaching industry. And you'll see this that people are betraying, you know, their lives and their business to be way performing way way better, for example, than what it is. And then you have these conversations with them, and that we're all just people. Sure. You know, we forget this. We're all just people, and we're we're all essentially trying to you know do our best but if we don't allow ourselves to be vulnerable and we're constantly putting on this display and this show and this mask of everything being shiny and rosy and amazing yeah Yeah. it's a tough it's a tough gig keeping that keeping that up all the time so um People connect with people and the more vulnerable you are and the more you allow yourself to be open, the more possibilities and opportunities that come to you. If you're constantly trying to push yourself into an area or into being someone that you're not, there's always going to be that level of tension from within. And what actually happens, and this is exactly what happens in, in corporate of my clients is, They've built up this facade of, you know, being bulletproof, and um, they're not. No, they're not. and uh, yeah, um, and they create this veneer which isn't uh, isn't the real person. Yeah. Very much yeah. so. 
Yeah, it's interesting you spoke about, you know, people to people. Uh, there's a lady uh, on LinkedIn called uh, Anna Malikian, uh, quite prominent. Um, and she spoke about the fact that, you know, we all talk about B2B and B2C, but she's in the business of P2P, person to person. And I kind of like that, you know, not trying to present something bigger than you are. At the end of the day, we're all people. And that's yeah. where the relationships happen. Yeah, yeah. And I think just, um, you know, with, within that is that when, when you've pushed yourself to the point of where you are essentially another person, the lack of confidence that that actually you know your your confidence actually starts to diminish yeah and without putting a too fine a point on it you end up living a bit of a lie don't you and that's a hard place to exist yeah 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 it yeah. is very yeah. good um look um Carita, just moving on to the third question what are the three biggest challenges your clients have when they've reached a roadblock in their career or their business mm -hmm. um I think that the biggest roadblock that they come to is they keep quiet. You know, they, they're people, they've had great careers, great wins. Um, they've done essentially really well for themselves. Things are pretty good. And it's almost like, who, who am I to question this fact that I'm really not happy? And so yeah. they end up keeping quiet about it and keeping it themselves. And just thinking, oh, it's all right, it'll brush over, things will get better. Or I've just got to wait, you know, I've just got to get through to Christmas when I can yeah. have a break. Or, you know, there's there's this constant longing for the next thing or, you know, something that's, you know, going to be this relief to them. Um, but essentially they, they keep quiet about it and they think, oh, I can just manage it myself. It's just something that will blow over. And yeah. Um, Having been in that position myself previously as well, I know that that is a good, that's not a good place to get to because, uh, yeah. yeah, so that's that's probably the one of them. Um, another one is the impact that it has on their, their lives at home because essentially yeah. when you're starting to get to this point where you are questioning um, what you're really doing it for and you're kind of out of love and your energy's not really placed in what you're doing everything becomes much harder yeah. and so when that happens you you start to get very overwhelmed and tasks take a lot longer to do you second guess what you're doing because by this point your confidence starts as I say to diminish and you end up in a situation where you're starting to work longer hours it's almost like you're on this constant catch-up yeah and when that happens it has a massive impact on your family life as well because yeah, you're never yeah. really that present sure. um, and you spend a lot of time thinking about work even when you're not in work yeah 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 yeah, yeah and it and it just becomes something where you you really and it just ends up impacting other elements of your life and a lot of it gets down to a loss of confidence doesn't it yeah that's exact that's that's the that's the biggest thing in all of this is that there's not in the three years since I've had my business, there's not been one client I've worked with where essentially what the issue is, is their confidence, the confidence yeah. and belief in themselves. Yeah. And it's kind of curious, you know, what you're talking about has come through in many of my podcasts. In fact, the last episode was named 
in that direction, uh, talking about imposter syndrome, uh, where people uh, start believing they're not the real deal, you know, that they're an imposter for the uh, the person they present in, in everyday life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we all have a, a certain element of that at any one time, though. Yeah, I've got no doubt about that. We all go through the different... Yeah. We're always wanting it. I mean, it's it's human nature, right? We always yeah. want to progress and go to the next level. But within that always comes a certain level of uncomfort and a certain level of um, questioning, regardless yeah. of who you are. And I think yeah. when that happens, there's always a certain amount of um, am I an imposter or not? Yeah. Yeah. It's how much it can actually take over. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I find things like meditation and having affirmations and mantras you repeat when you get into that negative space you know those mm. sorts of things i believe are, are really important to yeah. just reinforce you know that we all are unique and we've all got something special to offer yeah yeah any other particular roadblocks you wanted to mention i think you've touched on two maybe you've touched on more um what did i say confidence being biggest one yeah um the impact on family yeah keeping quiet yeah, look, um, I think we've covered plenty. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I think the thing is that people that people are almost to, um, whether it's um, shame or embarrassed, it's like, I should be able to handle this. Yeah. So they, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, they, it's about being afraid of actually reaching out and asking yeah. for help, I think, is the challenge. Admitting yeah. there's a problem. It's almost like if I vocalise how I'm feeling, yeah. I'm actually admitting that there's something that I do need help with. I've got a question that just came to me there. Um, my sense is that guys typically have a bigger problem asking for help. It's a bit of a pride or ego thing. Is, is that true? Um, hmm. I don't know if it's true. Yeah. Um, I think what, what I have found with my clients is that women are more emotional about things and they're at, they actually question a lot more. Whereas men will do, they'll follow the process, they'll do what they need to do. They don't question it as much. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, women, women kind of, not really question it, but it's a bit. Um, they'll talk about it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah they will. Yeah. Whereas. Yeah, so I think I think everyone has this value. What the difference I find with um, men and women is that women will justify not doing work or um, spending money on themselves because everyone else comes before them. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Like yeah. the kids come before me, my husband. Like they they seem to put more emphasis on yeah everyone else other than themselves. Whereas when men get to the point of reaching out, it's kind of like, there's no question about it. They'll just do it. Yeah, yeah, I do get that. Um, look, moving along to question four, what benefits have you seen for clients who have adopted your strategies? <laughs> it is so varied and so different because the things that come out, what people get out of it. I mean, the biggest one, that they all walk away with is confidence. Confidence. Which you spoke about uh, previously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
the, the next one's really around, and this is pro probably the biggest, is around the fact that they've got a sense of direction. You know, yeah. they, they're clear on who they are. They're clear on where they're going, how to get the best out of themselves. Um, then in terms of actual case studies of people's examples, I mean, I had one guy who had um, been having almost daily anxiety attacks for 35 yeah. years. And he hasn't had an anxiety attack for, well, since we worked together, which was, um, he finished up on one of my programs about three months ago. So we're still in contact. Um, Gosh, that's yeah. quite a thing, having anxiety attacks for 35 years. Yeah. And he's in business. He's, he's got a great business. He's got a team of people working for him. Very charismatic guy. But underneath, there was something that had been making him anxious for 35 years. And he cleared that. And then when you, because a lot of the problems that people have, or the challenges that they have, should I say, actually stem from nothing to do with their work life or anything like that. It's all back to when they were little and yeah. um, about shifting, reframing their mindset in terms of what was what happened. Um, yeah. And uh, I don't mean to go woo, -woo but replacing that energy that they've got moving, shifting that negative energy, which yeah. just comes through an NLP technique that I use. But um, anxiety is one of them. Another one, for example, a real estate agent going off and setting up her own agency is flying. She's absolutely flying in her business. And she started that Um God, just before COVID and it was a real like should I be launching a real estate agency yeah. um, in COVID and yeah she's absolutely flying another client I've been working with for two and a half years now and he's just ne negotiated um, an amazing deal um, which previously he would have shied away from um, again lack of confidence but he's not like the central theme with all of this is confidence and you know i guess you don't need to think too deeply to understand how much more effective you can be in all aspects of your life with confidence yeah you know, you, you can project uh, a more positive um person you can be more effective uh, you probably e easier to be with there's so many aspects to confidence aren't there I, yeah, and I deal, when I'm talking about confidence, I'm talking really about inner confidence. Okay. Because um, you can be anyone that you want to be, you know, yeah, and you can yeah, have yeah, the confidence yeah. to be that person, but it's sure. really that, um, as a, this guy that I just spoke about, my, one of my clients, I mean, he he's someone that speaks and present in front of lots of people, will get up on stage, you know, um, but it's that, that real yeah, inner. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I get it. I fully understand the, the importance of confidence. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, I don't think you can overstate how important that is to to moving forward. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. So um, we've covered off on the benefits. I think those are yeah, obviously quite profound. Um, just the final question: Do you have any quick tips or takeaways the audience can implement straight after the show? Uh, you know, any techniques you're happy to share? I think the biggest thing is keep it really simple. Like if you're if you're in a place where 
uh, you are feeling lost or you're, you know, you're feeling confused or you, you just want to start working on yourself a, a little bit more. And you kind of mentioned it earlier, but it really is the simple things if you do them consistently that will yeah. give you this big shift eventually. Yeah. And that is around, one is around um, meditation and just yeah. spending at least, at least five I'd say, I mean, you can meditate anywhere between, you know, five minutes and goodness how, how long. I mean, I've done hour and a half meditations before, which I love, but yeah. um, just being able to calm the mind and really yeah. um, calm your mind and calm yourself. Yeah. Um, another one is around journaling. Yeah, journaling yeah. and getting everything out of your head onto paper and just cleansing your mind in that way really yeah. really does help keep you focused and yeah. on point yeah. um and they would they would be the two main things meditation and journaling um again with affirmations affirmations are fantastic but you've got to believe in them or at oh. least you you know you can't you can you can any affirmation you know i i am focused i am focused for example and keep repeating it but unless you genuinely believe it and you're putting the things in place to do it then the affirmation um doesn't mean a great deal so if you if you can really step into what that feeling is of the affirmation um and a good, a good way of doing that is to have a daily intention. So if yeah. you have a daily intention and you can put it around an affirmation, yeah. I find that that helps people a lot more in terms of yeah. staying focused through the day and um, keeping with it. Um, just hearing you talk about those different activities, um, there's a book called The Miracle Morning, um, which uh, I think there's five activities and there's an acronym for it which escapes me. And it talks about every morning doing some meditation, doing some journaling, doing some affirmation, doing some exercise. And there's one other activity uh, which escapes me. But I think, you know, getting into routines of doing these things in this, you know, um, book, it talks about um, doing it first thing, as in, you know, the miracle morning. Uh, yeah. And I think he talks about devoting an hour or so each morning to these activities. And I think that's the thing, isn't it? That trying to be consistent with some of these practices. Yeah, it is being consistent. I mean, I would be lying if I said that I was able to get up every day and do it. And I had a set routine with it. Um, but what I would say with that is that I do do all of those activities throughout the day. Yeah, so I, yeah. But yeah, so I don't, I don't block it. So I do, I do journaling after I've done my exercise, got the kids to school, all of that. Yeah. Um, so I'll do that in the morning, kind of before I start my, my work day as such. Yeah. Um, and then I'll do meditation mid morning after I've maybe had a couple of client calls or what have you. Um, but all of these activities I do, but I don't block them. Sure. Um, yeah, I'd yeah. Love, I, I, I'd love and to I think, be able to get to that point, but I think I'd have to get up at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah, to do yeah. It. I think the important thing is to, you know, even if you don't do them all, if you don't do them all at the same time, just being aware of them. And that's why, you know, there's some great books out there, out there, you know, again for the audience, The Miracle Morning. Look out for it and see if there's some 
practices in there which uh, which resonate. But look, um, certainly what you've shared with us in terms of you know tips for people to do immediately after, I think there's some some gold in in what you've shared. So I really appreciate that. That's all right. Thank you. Um, so, Karita, obviously, uh, having got through the five questions, we've got through, if you like, the uh, the, the most important part of the um, of the podcast. Um, in terms of um, anyone on the in the audience who may be interested to reach out and find out more and uh, possibly ask questions, are there um, any uh, ways that you would prefer people reach out? Um, you know, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Oh, it's really, really simple. Just connect with me on LinkedIn. And um, it's Karita spelt? K-A-R-I-T-A. Beard. Beard, B-E-A-R-T. Cool. Yeah, cool. just connect with me on LinkedIn and direct message me there um, or on Facebook. On I, I'm really only on Facebook and LinkedIn, LinkedIn mainly. Okay. Um, and yeah, just reach me through there. But yeah, I once a month I run a group um, discover your why session, okay. which is really to understand what your inner driving force is. Okay. So I run that and it's a group session. So yeah, I, I speak about that on on the platform. So if people ever want to book in for that, they can and get a taste. And what's the cost of attending one of those? It's free. Ah, cool. So yeah. people can come along and get a taste of how it is you know how you you conduct yourself in in yeah. person uh and uh if they like what they see i guess it's always a good starting point so yeah that's uh, great to know about so once a month yeah yeah so it's, it's once a month that i run that and yeah just come along and then um find out what your inner driving force is and then at the end of that you can um choose whether you want to sign up for the freedom formula or not sounds fantastic um Look, Karita, from my end, um, it's been my great pleasure to have you on the show today. Um, yeah, I, I just feel we've covered so much ground. And um, um, I guess uh, any final comments from your side? No, just thank you very much for inviting me. It's been a pleasure. So this is Peter Crew Brown signing off from episode 10 of Mind Other Matters. Um, and for all of those who are interested in I guess my progress, I finally got to double figures with my podcast. So uh, this is a, a bit of a milestone, this, uh, this episode today. Brilliant. Well Thank done. you. See you, Karita. Thank you very much. Cheers. Bye.